GD, Vice Lord, whatever gangs they got in New York, whatever gangs they got down, so I don't care what you are. My question is, how did you let your organization begin as a community response to protect people against law enforcement, against brutalization. And now as it stands today, your, all of your organizations are the epitome, the perfect image of what white people would, dis would describe as savagery, barbaric savagery. At one point we were called super predators. And what I'm saying is today, as it stands, society today in black America, y'all have willed that statement to be true. You black men have handed over the black family to white America. But you may be asking, well, how, how did black men do that? How is that possible? What you mean we handed it over? Well, like I said, with gangs, we started organizations. We started crews of people to, pro to protect families from brutalization, from rape, from, from, from criminal acts being done to us and the judicial system turning a blind eye to it. How did we allow infiltration and corruption to, to supersede our moral comp. We always knew what the job was. You ask any man today, what is his uh, uh, role? What is his uh, uh, purpose? Nine times out of 10, he's gonna tell you to provide and protect. Well, where was that providing and protecting in the molden days and currently where our women feel the most uh, distance from us? They feel the least protected from us. Excuse me, they feel the least protected by us. Don't act like you don't know why. Our women have all the reason to feel that they are not protected by us. We have abandoned the role. But what do I mean by we've handed over black America to white America? Well, by assimilating, by integrating into a white America, into a white vision of what America is, we have handed over all keys, all possible keys to building our own version of America. Spent the last, I don't know how many hundreds of years trying to explain and convince an enemy that our life matters while simultaneously making decisions that convince the enemy our life doesn't. You cannot sit up here and tell a white person your life matters. What we should have done during segregation, integration, and all that type of stuff was simply get it out the mud, stack up money, and create our own neighborhoods. But then what's said is anytime we've gotten progression into gaining our own, what them white people do? They come and fuck with it. They come and try to buy their way in or smooth talk their way in. But if we can't, or if we don't, allow them to sit at the table and eat at our table, then what they do? Well, I bet you Tulsa, Oklahoma would have a response to that. I bet you a lot of black folks in them olden days would have a response to that. But see, that's not an excuse. As black men, we are trailblazers. And that's not to say black women aren't. It's just certain uh, 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 men specialize in certain things just like women specialize in certain things. Of course, all people can do everything, but there are those that specialize in things and then there are those that are just casual at those things, okay? Men are special 
uh, men, excuse me, men specialize in provide and protect. But see, that doesn't take away from what women do. Women do the same thing. They just don't specialize in it. See, it's a reason why the first agenda in America, uh, in civilized America, excuse me, was to remove the black man from, from the household. So as America get, is getting built, crimes are still being committed by white folks, only they weren't being called crimes back then. They was just loopholes. And if you knew, you knew. But once it trickles down, that loophole trickles down and now reaches black America. Now, all of a sudden you get different uh, task forces and different specialized departments being set up to stop us from doing that. It's only illegal when the black community do it. I want you to picture something real quick. Okay. I want you to picture slavery ending it being quote unquote abolished, right? And when it was abolished, our people could barely read, had nowhere to go, and still had to provide for children. So what do we do in that scenario? You have to go still walk in building the building and try to find a job. You still have to provide and feed your family. So let's say you walk into a shoe shine shop and you ask for a job. Do you think there would be any different treatment? Yesterday, slavery was just abolished. Today, it's you, you a free man, but you still need the white dollars. See, that's one of the tricks. That's one of the tricks. No matter how free we claim to be, we still need the white dollar. By integrating into white America's vision of America, we forfeited our vision of America. So today, when you have black people that will not spend $20 on a black-owned business's $25 t-shirt, but they'll, that same person will go to a Gucci store and spend $1,000 of money that they don't even have, how do you explain that? It is simply because we attribute success, quality, all things great and pure and good with white people. And why is that? Because we have integrated into a white society. And who is the first suspect and first culprit that is the cause of that black man? There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Since we were the leaders, it was up to us to, of course, protect and provide, but also rebel when needed, also stand up when needed, also speak when needed. And there was a certain point where we stopped speaking, we stopped standing up, we stopped everything because we were not making progress in this white America. But I'm gonna shoot y'all some bail. Black men, I'm gonna shoot you some bail because you shouldn't feel too bad about not being able to find progress in white America because it's not for you. The structure, everything about it, it's in the fabric of it. It's not for you to succeed in it. Does that mean that you can't? Absolutely not. There is plenty of examples, plenty of examples that we have of people succeeding. Our very most prominent people in our culture, whether it be athletes or rappers or whoever, it doesn't matter. Uh, it could be people that written, wrote books or whoever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is we have plenty, plenty, plenty of people to look at to gain the hope and motivation 
I remember when Obama got elected, every, that was the, I think the, probably the one and only time I seen hope in every black person's eye. Problem with that is y'all don't understand that the president ain't nothing but a pawn on a chessboard. And you didn't even see the play that happened before that. The play is they ran this damn country into the damn ground. George Bush ran this damn country into the damn ground with dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision. You know what he said? You know what they said? They said, well, shit, we, it's so fucked up. We might as well let the goddamn niggas get it. Let the niggas have it. Let's see what they could do with it after we done ran it into the fucking ground. And we was happy at first when Obama first got in there. But see, the problem with that was is that we expected too much. See, black folks, we have an issue with entitlement, a very bad entitlement issue. We think just because we voted for him and he's in there, that that is all that we needed to do. No, that is only it's not even half the battle. Once we get him in there, then we got to keep our foot on his motherfucking neck every step of the way to make sure he do whatever he promised to do you got to do that you cannot let your foot off of his neck because once you do guess guess who coming right behind you once you let that foot up them white people with the bag and i don't care how the morals you think you got or 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 whatever how much of a stand-up guy you think you are when they come with either the bag or that blackmail envelope they gonna get you one way or another. And if you don't have the people behind you, your people behind you, guess what? That's why when you ask black people today, they say, oh, I mean, I don't know. I like Obama, but he ain't really do too much or nothing. It's because he can introduce bills. He can, yeah, he can do certain things, but he can't. We gotta go out there and help him do it too. We gotta vote locally. We gotta do things locally. We gotta push through certain things also. It's a teamwork effort going on you can't just blame him for everything but that's a whole nother video look check this out i want to go back to gang members because i'm confused at how an organization started to protect communities gets corrupted and turned into just savagery you're y'all do y'all even see i really want to know if there's any blood crips i don't care what gang you from i want to know do you see what you're doing to your own people because you're doing the KKK's job for them. You're doing all the racists that you be, the people that you be talking about and thinking about, George Floyd's killer, George Zimmerman, you're doing exactly what those people want you to be doing. Selling dope to your own people, you know, bullying your own people, beating up your own people, setting up your own people, pulling up on your ops, that's your own people. But see, you same, the same gang that everybody considers the realest ever won't go couple minutes up the road to that rich neighborhood and get at them white folk. You won't get at them white folks like that because you know there's consequences and repercussions for that. But you rather fuck up your own community. See, I'm from the hood myself, right? Never gang banged or nothing, but I done been around every single gang that you could possibly imagine. I done been around Bloods, Crips, everything. I done been around Mexican gangs. I done been around everything. And this is why in my other videos I've preached so heavily on black parenting because when you have non-existent parents or one parent that works 24 7 whatever that child is missing from the household he or she is going to go get outside in the streets and guess what he or she is going to find it 
and he or she, when they find it, it's going to present itself as friend, family, everything in the world to them. But the older folks, anybody 30 and up, we know that that young person has no idea how they're about to ruin their life, about to ruin their life. They're going to crash out for somebody that they trying to impress. And when that, when that young person go to prison for a hundred years, that person that they was trying to impress gonna put some money on their books, maybe, and call them for a week, and then that's just gonna be it. Black men have to change, have to be the, black men have to stand up again and reclaim the households and reclaim their place in society as king and reclaim their place in the eyes of our women, which honestly, at this point, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Because although all the problems in our community isn't attributed to black men, ladies, there is a part of it that we play, just like there's a part that women play. And see, what we're all missing here is when a statement is made, like I posted a video on TikTok, a short clip of an hour long video that it's on YouTube. Right? And it was the most views I ever got, but people focused on specifically the title of that clip and just responded to the title. They didn't listen to the content of the actual video. They responded to just the title. So when you're doing that, you, you neglecting all of what the value of actually what I'm saying and everything just for the knee jerk reaction of the title communication is also a huge issue in our community. We have lost it. We have lost all ability to communicate, all ability to communicate. Because when I made that clip, immediately the women began pointing fingers at the men. The men began saying some of the worst shit I ever seen in my goddamn life. I've seen people say, oh, well, I'll never date a black woman again. That's why black women are the fattest and all this. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not what I was saying. That's not the point. The point here is, is that we fuck up and y'all women fuck up. Both of us are to the blame. Not one, not, stop it. Would y'all stop for a fucking second and realize the more we point fucking fingers, the more we are accomplishing white people's goal for them. It is so frustrating that you motherfuckers don't get it. You don't get that the damn KKK don't have to kill us. Cops don't have to kill us. Government don't have to kill us and redline us and alienate us and all that other shit because we're doing all the work ourselves for them. It was so, I put up a three minute clip pointing something out about black women and immediately without fail y'all pointing fingers i mean of the and saying the worst shit fucking possible now i will give a hand clap to black men the some of the black men in the comments that went against it and 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 yes yeah, some acknowledge yes there's there is a big issue with black women in our community but there are black men that were in the comments defending black women I applaud that. Some of you went a little too far, but I applaud it either way because the overall point was not to point finger at just black women. Cause if you would have went and watched the whole goddamn hour long video on YouTube, you would have seen that 
it was about more than black women. Y'all's attention span cannot be so fucking limited. Y'all have tunnel vision when it comes to being triggered and you gonna get triggered about everything. This country is getting more and more and more sensitive. As the days go by, more and more sensitive. And that is what they want. They go desensitize you, then they gonna sense, make you sensitive again. They, gonna, they running y'all like some fucking puppets. Y'all understand that when a black person dies in the streets, black or Hispanic, when they die in the streets by a cop, or by some white person. They not even worried about y'all. They not worried about the consequences of what y'all gonna do about it. They not worried, they not scared of y'all at all. They laugh at y'all. They go, them white people that killing black folks, they go start GoFundMes. They go sell the gun for triple the damn value because now the gun for whatever reason <laughs> that killed a black person is worth more value than it was before it did that. And y'all are letting them do it. It is black men's fault why this why this community black america has no fucking backbone because black men are the fucking backbone of black america if we don't stand ain't nobody gonna stand and i want to give you a public service fucking announcement to every black man in the world i don't care what gang you from okay if you in them streets i want you to understand something i don't care how much work you put in I don't care how many of your homies you got around you. I don't care if you, you believe all your homies fucking love you to death and they would die for you and do 100, 300, 500 years for you. Guess what? The streets will never love you and you're going to fucking die. You're gonna die and it's gonna be your fucking fault. You didn't kiss your kids this morning before you went out there to ride on them ops. Before you went out there to chase some fucking pussy, you didn't kiss your kids, you didn't kiss your girl that's been slaving over that goddamn stove, that's been worrying about how the hell y'all gonna pay the bills. You didn't kiss her and say goodbye to her. You ain't showed her no goddamn appreciation in never. Yet you wonder why these women are like this out here today. Do you not understand that these women have followed your goddamn example? Your example. They have been hurt time and time and time a fucking again by black men and they got tired of it and said, fuck it, we ain't fucking with y'all no more. To some degree, I agree, honestly. How can I blame them? How can I blame them? Black men are the security to black America. We are the shield. We are the knight in shining armor. We are the fucking Superman. We Black Panther, we all of that. And if they move us out the way like they've already done, Guess what, who they, who they get on a fucking silver platter? Our kids and our women. A lot of our women are on welfare, taking food stamps and loans out for the government just to be able to feed the kids that we don't fucking protect, that we don't provide for. Why, why don't we do that? So we can go chill in the streets with the homies and get killed and go to prison for the homies that ain't even gonna remember us in a week. They gonna replace your slot. Your slot in your clique right now, your slot in your gang right now, they gonna have you replaced within a week of you going to prison. But you don't care. You don't even care about your life. Hey. 
Do you care whether you live or die? You don't even care. If you did, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. You finding all the excuse in the world to stay a little fucking boy than to evolve into a man. But what does it take for a black boy to evolve into a black man? Well, one, he has to find his purpose. That could be anything. You know, most black men's uh, 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 instinctive purpose is to provide and protect. That's cool. That's the broader thing. That's cool. That's the blanket statement. But the more specific part of that purpose is find out what you like to do. You want to stay out the streets? Find out what you like to do. Most black men are very artistic and creative and have all the potential in the world. But y'all are fucking too damn gullible and naive and you fall victim to your nigga that you really scared of and intimidated by and he want to go be a fucking lowlife and you scared to tell him no because you don't want him to bully you that's really what it is y'all really be getting bullied by your niggas into being pressured into doing shit that you don't want to do and if that's the case you need to stand the fuck up man grow some fucking balls grow some damn balls go against it yeah, you're going to lose them niggas that you think is your friends. But guess what? They not your friends anyway. So you really doing yourself a double positive. Get rid of them. Do what you got to do. If y'all got to throw hands for you to get rid of them, throw hands. Take the ass whooping if you got to and walk the fuck away. Walk the fuck away. Go live your life. Go work on cars. Go be a contractor working on houses. Go do, do electrician work. Build your life up the way you envision it so you can provide it for a family and, and, and live your purpose and live to your fullest potential. Because if you don't, guess what? All that's waiting for you on the other side of you following them niggas them, and being in the streets and not caring about your kids and your woman is death in prison. Why do we keep, why do we keep doing this same specific cycle over and over again, generation after generation after generation. I need some of y'all to explain it to me because it don't make sense. Generation after generation, our sons, our sons and daughters are neglected, not getting enough love, guidance in their life because daddy is in prison or dead or just ain't shit. And mama is off working right mom is off working two maybe sometimes three jobs trying to feed the kid or multiple kids and barely holding on to that and somehow she has to find a way to keep her damn sanity while she's doing that but guess what when she walk in that door from being dead tired of dealing with some white man at work that she know don't give a fuck about her but she gotta tolerate him because she need this check to feed these kids i blame that on black men you could tell him i said tell him moses kane said i blame it on black men because y'all motherfuckers is too busy sucking your niggas dicks in the streets sitting up there running up on niggas that really don't even have a problem with you and don't even know you you running up on niggas and killing them killing your own brothers and sisters going to prison doing the same fucking shit getting another hundred years and then wonder why black women ain't so goddamn nice to you these days i'm so sick of all you niggas all you niggas i don't care i don't care how many niggas see this shit i don't care what problem you got with what i'm saying i don't really give a fuck Niggas need to become men and live their purpose. 
Stop being afraid of saying no to your niggas. Stop being afraid of saying no to the streets. Stop being afraid of saying no to selling drugs because we see where that takes us. We see it's already there. It's a statistic for us. It's a normal life for us. That's the fucked up part. Why is normal life for a black person? Death, prison, that's it. Brothers, I want you to understand something, okay? The world is against you. The whole world is against you. It don't like your color, your skin. It don't like nothing about you. But that doesn't matter. It's not an excuse. It doesn't justify the procrastination you have. You settling for a life of nothingness and emptiness and loneliness and, and confusion and frustration and aggravation and, and, and living a life that will never love you back. You deserve so much better. You have a whole throne that has been waiting for you since the day you was born. You have a crown that has been waiting for you since the day you was born. And the only thing that's needed for you to take it is to just look at them streets, look at the hood, look at them ratchet ass hoes that's trying to throw pussy at you. Look at all your niggas that you know ain't no good, that you know don't mean you no well, that you know is gonna get you in some shit and just say, I'm going this way. It is time for the emancipation of black men from the hood. It is time for black men to take our place as protectors again, as providers, and go out there and create for yourself. What I mean by create for yourself is create an income stream for yourself. And then after you've done that, create another one and another one and another one. Fuck chasing women right now. Fuck all that other extra shit that you've been wasting your life away doing. But yet you about, some of you 40 years old, still on your mama couch, trying to chase all the pussy you can get trying to sell all the dope you can just to end up buying some Jordans and being back broke on your mama couch with another piece of pussy on your record. You niggas is hustling backwards, man. I don't understand. See, black men, we suffer from a bad case of Stockholm syndrome, PTSD, generational PTSD. We, we inherit it. Man, look. I need y'all brothers to understand something. All of you have the potential to be anything you want to be. And I know that's hard to believe. I know that's hard to hear because you're looking around at the bills being due. You're looking around at a woman nagging you. You're looking around and your kids needing something. You're looking around and you maybe you tried to find a job and won't nobody hire you. I understand. But the fact of the matter is, is you got to man the fuck up and make something happen. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. As men, we are charged with the job, the career, the opportunity, the purpose of providing and protecting for our families. And we have to do that because if we do not, we might as well go ahead and chop our families up, throw some seasoning on them, put them on a gold platter and hand them over to, to white America and just say, here, take them. Because you cannot say that you are a black man that love black women, that love your kids, that love your mama, your daddy, none of that, 
and you are out here doing everything to prevent them from thriving. Something being hard is not an excuse for you to procrastinate. It's not an excuse for you to settle and just live a life of nothingness. I've looked around, man. And I mean, some of the places like just regular, let's say I go to the grocery store, bruh. And, and, and I, me, I'm a polite, respectful person. I speak to everybody I, I walk past, you know, say, hey, how you doing? I say, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And the crazy thing is, and I hate this, I swear to God, I hate this, is that I get more respectful and nice greetings from white people than I do my own people. I walk past a white person. I say, hey, how you doing, ma'am? She said, hey, how you doing? And, and, and actually tries to start a conversation and smiles at me and everything, most cases. But with my own people, I say, hey, how you doing, bro? What's going on? And they just look you up and down and women too. Sometimes I walk up to people and women specifically and try to start a conversation, you know, not with the intent of anything, just trying to start a conversation. And they just look at you like you the worst thing in the world. And I hate that because I would love for the white people to buck up. I'll beat the shit out of them, but it's my own people. Why is my own people doing this to me you hear what i'm saying i can go to fast food restaurants anywhere with customer service or or clothing stores and things like that if i walk into a white run store a store that is run by primarily white people okay i have a better chance of having a positive customer service experience with white people in the store than when i walk into any black run establishment they are always some of the most rudest slow servicing people I've ever come across. And I hate it. I hate it because I want my people to, to service me well. I want my people to, to give me the best customer service. But the crazy thing in that is I'll, they'll give me bad customer service and then turn around to the white person that was standing in line right behind me and give them the greatest customer service. What the fuck is going on? I almost, I swear to God, I almost want to believe that somehow white people have, it's like they, they just turned us into the propaganda that they spread at the beginning of this country. They started out this country calling us savages and barbarians and we can't read and we fast because our heel bone and we do this because of this. Like, it's like we, they manifested everything in my people. And my people just let it happen. Y'all let it happen. I remember when uh, uh, Chicago first started calling themselves Chirac. And then shortly after that, they started calling themselves Chirac savages. Like, why would you associate yourself with something that white people started calling you? And you, it's not even like the N-word. The N-word can be used as something positive. Now, the savage shit, they calling themselves savages because they killing people. What the fuck? You niggas done lost your motherfucking mind. It's no need for a KKK. It's no need for racism because black people is killing themselves. Y'all can't look at me right now and say that you love black men or black women or black people or black children, yet we let Nipsey Hussle get killed by our own. George Zimmerman is still living. He's still living. Not guilty.
In the 10 years since George Zimmerman shot and killed Trayvon Martin, he's remained embroiled in controversy. Two months after his July of 2013 acquittal, Zimmerman's wife, Shelley, who had filed for divorce, called 911 to report Zimmerman had assaulted her father and threatened her with a gun. He's just threatening all of us with, closer with his firearm, and he's going to shoot us. Zimmerman was not arrested after police said they couldn't find enough evidence to press charges. Two months later, Zimmerman was arrested in another domestic dispute after his girlfriend, Samantha Scheib, said he pointed a gun at her. You just broke my glass table, you just broke my sunglasses, and you put your gun in my freaking face and told me to get the f out. Scheib later recanted her story, and the case against Zimmerman was dropped. In late 2013, Zimmerman started selling his own artwork. One painting of an American flag sold for over $100,000, but was criticized for being a ripoff of a Shutterstock photo. A second painting of prosecutor Angela Corey ran into legal trouble because the Associated Press said it imitated a copyrighted photo. In early 2015, Zimmerman was again charged with domestic assault after allegedly throwing a wine bottle at a girlfriend. Once again, no charges were filed because the alleged victim recanted her story. In the three years after his trial, in addition to the dramas in his personal life, George Zimmerman was under investigation by the Department of Justice to see if he violated Trayvon Martin's civil rights. In 2015, that agency found that the evidence did not meet the high standard for a federal hate crime. Also in 2015, Zimmerman would make headlines again when Matthew Apperson fired a gunshot at him during a road rage incident. During Apperson's trial, Zimmerman was asked about the Black Lives Matter movement and his response sparked controversy. I don't believe Black Lives Matter is a movement, sir. They're terrorist cowards. Apperson was convicted of attempted second-degree murder, but just recently bonded out of jail after being granted a new trial. In May of 2016, Zimmerman sparked fury when he listed the gun he used to shoot Trayvon Martin on an auction website. It eventually sold for close to $140,000. And in May of 2018, Zimmerman faced more criminal charges. He was accused of stalking a private investigator who was helping with a documentary on the Trayvon Martin shooting. Zimmerman eventually pled no contest to the stalking charge and got 12 months probation. Amanda Dukes reporting, WESH 2 News. He killed a child! And he's... What the fuck is going on, man? Only in America can a white man kill a black child and go on to live a even greater life than the one he had beforehand. If I could wish for anything for my community, I wouldn't wish for reparations because we shouldn't want their money. I'll touch on that in just a second. I would wish for all of our gangsters, all of, all of our gangsters, every thug, every black thug, in a, Hispanic and black thug in America, I would wish that we would unite and start protecting people again our people black and hispanic primarily that being black men hispanic men we have to protect our families because they are killing us 
killing us. Racism, listen, listen. Racism is not the bigger problem. Racism wouldn't even be a thing if we would hold ourselves accountable and unite. And every time they kill one of ours, five of theirs gotta drop just off the fact that we owe them a couple. We can learn from the LGBTQ community. We can learn from the Jewish community. We can learn from the powerful communities in our country and why they don't get fucked with. It's why you can look at any podcast in the world, okay? And anytime the LGBTQ community comes up, Jewish community comes up, they motherfuckers start ducking and dodging and all that, all that shit. They, they get the Floyd Mayweather defense. They don't even want to talk about it. Rightfully so, I get it. The LGBTQ community went out there and got that respect. They didn't ask for it. They went out there and took it. That's why they probably the only community that could say what the fuck they want when they want. I respect it. I love it. There's black LGBTQ people. And we need to stop separating black people by different groups. Oh, we got the light skinned black people. We got the dark skinned black people. You got the gay black people. You got the uh, gay men, black people, gay women, black people. You got the transgender black community. Stop separating it. The moment we put a label on something is the moment we alienate it and start separating and dividing up the culture. We are all the same. If you black, you black. And when I say black, I'm also saying Hispanic because black people was the original people. So when I say black, that mean everybody. If you black, you need to stop saying, oh, you are in this community. Ain't no getting out. Unless you gonna go bleach your damn skin. And the fact that that's even a thing should let you y'all know everything you need to know. In order for there to be a black America, black men need to reclaim their spot and stop being fucking cowards. Leave them streets in the hood alone because it ain't never gonna love you. I don't care how much you do in it. We need to abandon all thought of being a part of any white owned anything. That means the education system too. We also need to homeschool our children. In order for that to happen, black men need to go out there and fucking work. Maybe even the black women too, if they decide to. That's up to them. But definitely black men need to go out there and work and make money. Cause we need to start reclaiming our families and building our own neighborhoods. Because until we do that, we will continue and continue to die and continue to get a hundred years in these courtrooms and continue to get our backstabbed by all the homies you think that love you. How many times you, we going to burn our hands on these stoves. We keep burning our hands. And I am of the belief that black people, we are beautiful, gorgeous people. And we can turn that corner to change some shit but we have to learn how to communicate and have a conversation about all these dysfunctional, toxic things that we keep in the closet. Yes, we have a lot of painful shit in the closet that we refuse to talk about. We refuse to talk about. We refuse to talk about how black women treat black men. We refuse to talk about how black men treat black women. We refuse to talk about why 
gay black men can't hang around straight black men without the straight black men thinking that the gay black men is trying to hit on them. But they'll quit. They'll quick to tell you in an interview. Oh, we it's 2022. Being gay is cool, but you won't go hang out with a gay black man as a straight black man. It ain't just straight black men. Either. It's black families that alienate black gay people. Somewhere, somewhere, somebody is watching this video as a young black girl that came out to her family and was alienated from her family. Same thing for a young black gay boy. Was alienated from his family after coming out. Was treated completely different. Why is that? How do you have children that came from you and because they choose a different preference of who they want to love, now they can't, y'all are doing white people's job for them. And I can't, I can't believe it, man. My last topic will be why we need to homeschool our children. We all know as black folk, one, what did you even learn in school that, that stayed with you after you graduated high school? Not much. You learned what, what, what stayed with you was addition, subtraction, multiplication, and some levels of division. Reading, comprehension, problem solving skills. Okay, I'll give you that too, cool. But that's it. For black folks, we don't get nothing else out of that. They gonna throw in some a couple chapters of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. They might even throw in George Washington Carver. But how many deep, I want you to compare what they taught you about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln to what they taught you about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. It's not even close. They may spend a paragraph on Martin Luther King and then give you entire books on George Washington. Our children, like I said, our children, our men, our women, this country is not for your prosperity. It's not for you to thrive in. Therefore, we should not be participating in none of their systems. This is why I do not understand, and I, I, I understand I can't count, count our billionaires' pockets and stuff like that, I get it. But I don't understand how we haven't built our own schools. We have billionaires or, or compromise, right? Every black, every black young adult that graduates from high school needs to go to HBCU. And we need to verify that that HBCU is an actual pro-black HBCU. I know historically black owned colleges, stuff like that. I know that you may be thinking that it is, but we need to verify. We need to verify. And then once we verify, we need to start don't just like white people do donating funds to those schools. And don't, do not tell me that y'all don't have the money because as we can see in a, in a verified study, black folks are the biggest consumers in this country with over $3 trillion spent annually every year on bullshit. We spend $3 trillion every year on white prosperity. Every year we hand over our dollars to make sure white people could be richer and white people could do better. But yet you won't go spend $20 with your own partner at the little store down the street that's selling t-shirts for 25. You know what I do? I overspend. I'll go spend a hundred. If he charge, let's say he charged $20 a t-shirt, right? So I'll tell him, give me two t-shirts and I give him a hundred overpay. 
You know why? Because we have to build our shit at a rapid rate for, and we have to compensate for all the time that has been lost on us wasting our money, time, and effort on bullshit. But y'all ain't gonna do it. You know why you ain't gonna do it? Cause it's too hard. It's inconvenient. You gonna keep making excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. And then wonder why you get gunned down in the streets by a cop. You gonna wonder why your daughter, your sons getting a hundred years in prison. You gonna wonder why all your family members is dying broke and you gotta start a GoFundMe page for their funeral. It's your fault. Cause you won't stand up and take some time, five to 10 years to do some hard shit of investing in black America so we can get this shit built. Right now, if you took away all white owned products, buildings, anything owned by white people. You know where we would be? We would be back in the fucking stone ages. We don't need any more goddamn CNAs. We don't need any more makeup artists. We don't need any more boutique owners. We don't need any more fucking uh, 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 car salesmen. We don't need any more rappers. We don't need any more none of that shit. You know what we need? We need astrophysicists. We need engineers. We need uh, 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 electricians. We need uh, uh, architects. We need things like that. Doctors, lawyers. We need all of those. But those are all the hard things people would have to spend years and years of investment of time to achieve. And we won't do it because, you know, Pookie and Ray Ray down the block got a pound of weed and they gonna give me a quarter of it if I come down. You motherfuckers is depressing, dog. Depressing. What is my hope with these videos that I am posting? My hope is I can at least bring a couple people together that can come together on one goal and start investing money together and build a certain community for ourselves. Whether that be a neighborhood, whether that be businesses, whatever. I want to build my own village. I want to build my own village because I'm tired of looking around and seeing black people being victimized and complaining about the victimization, but not doing anything to get out of it. It's y'all fault why we're here. It is black people's fault why we are oppressed at the level that we are still oppressed. You want black people to stop getting shot by cops? Go shoot them back. And yeah, you're probably gonna die. Yeah. Because cop law enforcement ain't nothing but a gang now. Law enforcement ain't nothing but a gang. You know, they got that blue shield wall of silence, right? They ain't nothing but a gang, okay? And they learned that from us. So now we have to fight fire with fire. If they kill one of ours, we kill five of theirs. But everybody that's present, witness to it or anything like that, shh, don't say a motherfucking thing. Let them threaten, let them do all it. Don't say a motherfucking thing, nothing besides the word lawyer. Really, just don't say nothing. If we stand up as a community and have an understanding that look, all this shit stops now. They killing men, women, and children. Do you understand what I'm telling? They killing our women and children. That don't anger y'all. Cancel culture holds no weight.
None. Because y'all are picking and choosing your fucking battles. And you're bullying people that you know you can beat. The most peaceful of people y'all bully. Y'all go after Bill Cosby. If he did it, cool. Deserving. Go after R. Kelly. If he did it, cool. Deserving. Go after the baby and all the other rappers. Did you cancel George Zimmerman? What about George Floyd's killer? Is he still breathing? What about Nipsey Hussle's killer? Is he still breathing? What about Breonna Taylor's killer? Is he still breathing? What about Amber Geiger? She's still breathing? And last but certainly not least, Megan the motherfucking horse. I'm not going to do a deep dive on this just yet because I'm waiting on some things, some information with that. But what I am going to say is protect black men because our black women are trying to crucify us. Crucify us. And that is one example of it. If he did not do that, if he did not do that, because as it's looking, it's looking like he didn't do that. So if he did not do that, she should be on a fucking platter. I mean, head with an apple in it on a fucking platter. Not literally, of course, but you should not be able to get away with. See, this is a see. I can't even stop the video. This is a whole nother topic. Our women have been weaponized against us. That's a whole nother way that we are doing white people's work for them. Our women, black women have been weaponized against black men and black men have been weaponized against black women. It is a constant war of the worst fucking kind because we're just arguing with fucking fingers. You did this. You did this. You did that. You did this. Everybody's doing that. You have a black woman, Megan Thee Stallion, beautiful black woman, has achieved great things. And you have a young brother, Tory Lanez, has achieved great things. At one point, they were dating. Whatever they was doing, fucking, I don't care. Like I said, I'm not going to do a deep dive. And an accusation, accusation was made after a fun night out. And not only was an accusation made, but a foot was planted firmly in the ground, standing on that accusation. When you, a black woman and a black man go to court over an, over an accusation, the visualization is just, oh, to me, man. Because I picture all them damn white folks in that courtroom, and it's a black woman and a black man fighting each other. And it's even nastier if he didn't do what she's saying he did. That's nasty. And she should be held accountable for that. But most likely she won't because, see, this is why I bring it around to black men. Black men have created, we've created and manifested this society now where women are so used to uh, 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 validation easily. Like, I mean, you could take the ugliest of girls in the world and, and there's a guy that's been telling her she's Beyonce forever. Black men have not led with self-respect, with their moral compass, with, with their principles and priorities straight. They've always led with the intent of fucking. So with the intent of sex and, 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 and fucking, now you have a climate 
where women just are feel entitled. You have a climate where a black man cannot say no to a woman. He can't say rape. He can't. <laughs> he can't be uninterested in a woman because now he gay. If he says he's uninterested in a woman, he's gay. It's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to some of y'all. He's uninterested in a woman. So now she go tell her girlfriends he must be gay. The entitlement and black men are to blame for that because you cannot lead with these deceitful ass intents and hope to gain wifey material from it. I want y'all to understand some one last thing. I know I keep saying one last thing, but one last thing. <laughs> I love black people. I love every minority. We do everything to self-destruct ourselves. Black men and black women need to learn how to sit down and have a conversation and apologize to each other. If we can't do that, there will never be a black America. Black men need to take their place in society as kings, as providers and protectors and abandon hood mentalities, abandon street mentalities and go to work get you a job that you could be proud of and provide be a father that should be the goal the goal is to be a father be old and, and, and die happy not in a prison cell not in a pool of blood in a shootout with your homies black women stop I want my black women to take their place as queens you're gonna have to take this with a grain of salt Close your fucking legs and wait for somebody that really shows you that, that, that they care about you, that they, I can't even say that because it's a man out there that's going, he's going to present that to you and it's probably going to be a lie. I know. I understand. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am. I'm just one black man and, and my word probably ain't going to get heard by many. Self-respect is the key for black men and black women. Conversation is the key for both of us. Compromise is a key for both of us. Humility is a key for both of us. Accountability is a key for both of us. Please, women, stop. You don't stop objectifying yourselves. If you in the club and you twerking all up on a man, guess what? He going to want to fuck. Don't be surprised by that. Now you'd still have a choice whether you do or don't, of course, and he shouldn't be upset if you don't, but you cannot get upset if you have on a skirt with your pussy hanging out, you got on a shirt with your titties hanging out, and you twerking all up on a man, you flirting with him and everything, and now you shocked that he wants your number. You offended because he wants your number. But then there's a plenty of y'all on these damn YouTube sites that are upset that men won't be men. You're upset that men don't approach women anymore. Well, hey, here's a clue. That's one of the reasons why is because y'all are offended by everything. And I don't know if y'all know women. I don't know if y'all know, but men love having your approval and validation. So if they know that there's a high probability of them being embarrassed and humiliated by just approaching you and trying to have a conversation, guess what? That's going to halt, stop dead in his tracks at a massive rate. Because women made it popular to deny men. 
especially when they're in front of their girls. I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that, like, is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. I see TikToks on here all the time. So I am seeing this across the board. Women are very frustrated with dating. They're not understanding why they're attractive and why they aren't getting the results they want. Why aren't men approaching? I want women right now to think about what life has been like for most men. Since they were young, they've been told, you know, that they have been, it had, the responsibility has been on them to approach women. If they see someone that is attractive, then they should approach and try to talk to her. But what women don't really think about is how much rejection do men experience in their life, even the good looking ones. Men experience so much rejection. I don't think most women could handle the amount of rejection the average man has to go through. It is unreal. And I want the fellas to leave a comment on how much rejection out of 10 women, how often do you get rejected? But see, what has happened is now men have gotten to the place where it used to be, it used to be worth it for the, you know, for the rejection, for you to go through a certain number of women to reject you, to find the one, to find those good, that, that those good women, those women that you could be compatible with, that you, that will be suitable for relationship, suitable for marriage. But what's happened with, um, modern women is that the more and more and more that modern women, you know, scream to the rooftops that they're queens, bosses, divas, they don't need no man, men are trash, men are dogs, all men cheat, there's no good men, all these different things, they're, they're, they're now seeing the rejection is not worth it. And especially with the pretty girl, because what social media has done and these dating apps is that now she has a plethora of men coming into her direction, especially if she has any kind of looks. So usually women have already have men, uh, you know, men in the friend zone, different men they're talking to and texting. And so even if they were to, you know, go up to a woman, they see it's not worth it because even if they get into a relationship, it's going to be drama. It's going to be a bunch of, of other dudes they're going to have to com compete against. It's, just, it's going to be a never-ending fight for her to be the domineering person in the relationship, for him to be submissive to her. It's not worth it. That's why they're not coming up to us, even if you look good. The juice is not worth the squeeze. It just invites frustration into their lives. A lot of times we don't think men go through trauma the same way we do, but men experience trauma in relationships just as much as we do. But for some reason, we don't see it. We never step to put ourselves in the shoes of a man. We just think, oh, well, men rule the world. Men are, it's the patriarchy and things like that. The average man, the normal man does not have any power over the patriarchy and power over this, that, and the other. 
They're just good men for the most part looking to settle down, get a wife, have a girlfriend, have a relationship, make a family. They're not part of this great conspiracy to put women down. But the messages have been put out there to modern women that men should be able to just take it because they are part of the patriarchy and they've done all these wrong to us and that men should be able to handle rejection like a man. Well, they're handling like a man now. They're not even, they don't want to deal with it. So we are going to the good women who are out there, and I don't know about this, I'm not saying she's a bad woman, but what I'm saying is we are going to have to start showing men that there are good women out here. There are good women who you know, won't laugh when you reject them, who won't uh, make fun of them, who won't roll their eyes, who won't call you dusty, who won't, you know, because often when we reject men, it's humiliating. It takes a lot of courage, a lot of strength for a man to walk up to a woman, especially in front of friends. Men don't want to do that because there's usually, you know how it is, especially there's usually one hating friend in the group. Like, girl, no, uh-uh, this, that, and the other. You know, you need approval from your friends before you can actually talk to a man. Y'all know how it goes. So how are we going to change this narrative? We're going to have to start taking those steps ourselves. If you see a man that you think is attractive, we, are, we wanted equality. Well, here it is. We are going to have to make that first move. We are going to have to approach those men that we find attractive because a lot of men don't see it worth it anymore. And if you're a quality woman... These are the steps you're going to have to take if you want to be married and you want to be in a relationship with a good man. Brothers, any of y'all that's out there in gangs or whatever you want to call it, please stop, man. The streets ain't for you. It don't love you. It will never love you. You're going to all them friends you think you got right now that that's, that's shooting it out with you and, and, and pulling up on your ops with you. I, I want you to really sit down with all your homies right now. And ask them if all of y'all, all your homies, get out the streets, get jobs, right? Put some money together. Go get y'all an apartment or rent a house somewhere outside of town. Get away from the hood and just focus on helping each other get to a better place in society. It's good. You got the street edge, right? So you know how to protect yourself. You know, you know how to be a man. Cool. You know how to fight. Cool. But it's time to evolve. Get away from the cave, man. You're going to die. All of you. I don't care what respect you think you have in the streets or by your homies. You're going to die. All of you. Every one of you thugs, gang members, all of you, you're going to die. You're dead already. You don't even know it yet. You have to get out. Stop right now and i know you're looking at me like who the fuck is this nigga i'm just a motherfucker that care about black men dog and i love you motherfuckers so much i'm willing to go up against you about your fucking self please tell me that i can't that i won't that i fail that i'll never make it out yeah please tell me all the bad never good fill my head full of every single doubt yeah please say any negative thoughts i pop off when i hear people say i can